Welcome, Housewarmers, to Kitchen Fails. This is a special show that we're doing as part of Housewarming. I'm Nat Demina. I'm here with Marty Smiley. What up? We're exploring some of your most cook stories in the kitchen, and you've been very forthcoming with some of the mishaps and mistakes that you've been making. Mm-hmm. Thanks for that, firstly. This is the last episode of the series. Big yep. thanks to Volley for being the sponsor for it and bringing y'all instant groceries. A lot of the people who've been on the show have actually won vouchers. Grocery vouchers, that's right. And if you still want to submit your stories, you can. You can still earn a discount code. That's right. For 10%. That's what we're doing for our listeners out here. That's what Volley's doing for you listeners. We're for the people. (laughs) Um, I'm excited to get into this episode. Okay. But before we get to our callers, why don't we read out some more submissions? Okay, let's do do it. Kitchen fails. Amy. While trying to make chicken tenders, I dropped my new phone under the oven elements and had to fish it out using a spatula. Kitchen fails. As this one from Annie. I ran out to get ingredients midway through cooking dal and it burnt the bottom of the pan. I ate it anyway and got major food poisoning from eating uncooked lentils, which are apparently toxic. I mean, I go as far as to say anything... That's burnt yeah. is going to be toxic. Bad news. Not and just raw lentils. Why would you not try to fish it out with tongs? And why would you try and use a spatula? <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, for all these kind of kitchen fails, get Volley, the instant grocery app. Uh, they can get you your groceries in under 15 minutes. Hell yeah. But, Marty. Yes. Let's get into it. Let's get, get to the our topic callers. for this week. It's a great yes. topic to end the series, isn't yes. it? Yes. We are going to be talking about Recipe disasters. This is the one very close to my heart. I've messed up many a recipe. Mm-hmm. I, I'm the kind of person that, you know, it'll say like five ounces. Yeah. Right. And I'll go, I can't bother doing the conversion. Yeah. I'm kind of the same. Like my grandmother just cooked by feel. Yeah. So I never measured anything. Yeah. I can tell. And <laughs> a lot of your stuff is absolutely drowned Delicious. in spices. And seasoning. It's like overboard. Oh, you're the only man I know who enjoys the taste of potatoes as is. <laughs> You psychopath. (laughs) But let's get to our first caller for today. We're going to be calling up Tim. Tim, what was your kitchen fail? My kitchen fail is I slow cooked a lamb shank for over 20 hours. Okay. That sounds good. That sounds delicious. (laughs) Dude, that's what I thought. I'd recently just got this slow cooker from my mom and I thought that I could, you know, cook it. Um, after cooking a meal at night. And so I left it, you know, in a slow cooker all night. And then I went to work the next day and I came back and it was just absolutely messed up and shriveled up and it was, it stank oh, out the whole place. So ugh. Ago, yeah. It was just bone. Yeah. Just bone. <laughs> yeah, it was, <laughs> it was really bad. Was so just, the meat evaporated. That's how long you left it on for. Honestly, it was like 500 grams maybe. You lost half a kilogram of lamb to the ether. <laughs> It's matter. It's atoms. <laughs> Never to be consumed. Essentially, a baby sheep died so mm-hmm. you could roast it for too long. Its death was <laughs> Look, in vain. Well, I mean, if it helps, man, I've been like vegetarian for the past two and a half years. And this story constantly plays on my mind. Oh. Uh, but I was so proud. And like, I, I was like, I was like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Like all my friends at work were like foodies. And they were like, yeah, ready to go. And I said, guys, I kind of piped in in the middle of their combo. I was like, guys, like, mm. flipping over. I've got a little some some cooking at home, and uh, 
and you're going to like this story. And I said that, you know, I've been cooking it for about 15 hours now, and uh, yeah, it's going to be delicious when I get home. Oh, they God. all stopped and went, <laughs> you idiot, man. So it was embarrassing, man. Was that that is embarrassing. Was so you started cooking this thing to, like, you know, show a different side of yourself at work to your work colleagues, and yeah. you've completely blown it. First go. 100%. I, I, I never used it again. I never used it again. That was it. Well, you also probably had it on high, not low. So you tell your colleagues you've got something cooking for about 15 hours. They're they ramp- they're amped up. Yeah, raise red flags. So, like, now you're at work. What, do you leave work to go turn the slow cooker off? The worst part was that, like, I was working, at, like, at a TV show and we had, like, five hours to go of shooting. But I'm thinking, I might burn my house down. I don't know. Like, oh, I'm, shit. I'm thinking, oh, my God. I'm going to kill people. This is going to kill people. It was in an apartment building, so I came home and it was just the whole floor stank. The whole floor. <laughs> it did not just ruin my apartment. It ruined the whole floor. Um, it was incredibly embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. So what, what, what are the first things you think when you're like, when you're going home and you're approaching like your front door? That would be like the most daunting time. When I got off the train and I saw my apartment building, I thought, okay, you know what? Stage one complete. I haven't, you know, there's no fire apartment anywhere and the place has it burnt down. But <laughs> stage two, we've got to get to the, the place and, you know, hopefully mm. hopefully I haven't, you know, smelled out the whole place. And, you know, we failed at step two. But that's okay because uh, we opened the door and we got some candles going and um, by the time my housemates returned, it, it didn't stink anymore. So, you know, I, I still ate that. So it, was, it has a happy ending, I guess. You well, know? you ate it. How did it taste? Yeah, exactly how it looked. Exactly how it looked. Dry. Black. <laughs> Meatless. You'd be chewing for days. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't great. Yeah, it wasn't great. <laughs> it's just carcinogenic. In order to prove a point that you had cooked it fine, you've increased your chances of getting cancer. So I don't know what whether that was worth it. It wasn't worth it. I regret it incredibly. But hey, <laughs> you, know, you live and learn, man. You live and learn. You live and learn. Well, thanks so much for calling in and telling us your story. No, mate, all the best. I hope you can uh, learn from it and your listeners and viewers can learn from it Absolutely. As well. well, look, Tim left the lamb shanks in too long. Mm. Our next caller left something out too long. Okay. They're on the line right now. Todd, what was your kitchen fail? My kitchen fail is that I made a bunch of homebrew cider in a share house and poisoned a bunch of people at a party with it. Oh, <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> where where are you brewing uh, cider? Are you in Melbourne? Yeah, we're in uh, we're over in uh, the, uh, West Footscray in Melbourne, and uh, in a share house. Yeah, my best mate, who I won't name because he's a primary school teacher. We'll just call him Derek. Okay, okay. I kind of feel like you've idea. given us his real name just then. Yeah, he's like, damn it! Uh, he's, he's trying to think of any other name. He's like, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not his real name, I promise. I'm okay, just, okay. I'm secret. <laughs> okay. But, uh, we lived in a great uh, share house, and it was very much the, the local party house. We used to hold an annual music festival with like 100 people in the backyard and sell $2 tinnies out of a, uh, a bar that we built. It was a really cool place. And, cool. Uh, there was this really ancient apple tree up the back, and it used to produce these tiny little very, very sour apples. Mm. So we were like, oh, we should make some cider out of them. 
with no Googling, no planning, no idea how to do it, except that if you just like get a bunch of mushed up apples and put some yeast in there and then we put them in a turned off fridge so they stayed at like a similar temperature Okay. Um, in a bunch of jars uh, with rubber gloves on top. So we knew that like if the yeast was making it alcoholic, the rubber gloves would like puff up. So like all these little jars of cider were waving at us. Um, and that did happen. So we, thought, <laughs> we left it for like quite a while. Like how a long? It would be over a month, I reckon. Oh, um, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, without distilling, but we put a lot of yeast in, and because there's so much sugar in the apples, um, I think they just chowed down the whole time and just kept creating ethanol or alcohol or whatever. Oh. And so the gloves puffed right up, and then they sucked right down, like into the cider, and we're like, well, then that must be done. And one of our music—that's <laughs> <laughs> his mechanics. Yeah, of yeah, it. yeah. He's equating it to making a souffle. Yeah. It's like it's risen. Ah, oh, it's collapsed. Nah, it's, it's on. It's, it's overdone. Yeah, yeah. No, or he's like, he's like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we like rationalised it. I don't. There's no logic behind anything <laughs> I'm telling you. But anyway. you've made it sound as if there there would be like, oh, where are the gloves at, man? Yeah. <laughs> the gloves waving at me. Okay, that's that's yeah. that's about two days away from ripe then. <laughs> And they're like, oh, no, the glove is now reaching down into it. Yeah. Um, what's that mean? <laughs> that means it's ready to go, baby. The hand wants to get at the cider. It yeah. must be ready. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't, the- you didn't separate the ethanol from the apples? Well, we never distilled it. So we just let the yeast eat all the sugar that was in the apples. It was like all completely clear liquid and then this big heavy silt that looked like the moon on the bottom. And we took the gloves off. I mean, like it smelt like a weak spirit or a liqueur, like a liqueur kind of, yeah. So we were like, oh, yeah, this is probably pretty good. And and then we had one of those big music festivals coming up. So, Right, at your house. uh, Yeah. So we also stashed away these jars of this cider, really in quotation marks, cider. It wasn't carbonated or anything. It was just (laughs) apples. (laughs) It's fermented apples. You could have put it through a soda stream or something. (laughs) Well, I think this is, yeah, geez, that would have been a way better idea than us just like <laughs> pouring it into shot glasses for some unsus- unsuspecting friends and well-wishers in our backyard during a sunny day at a music festival. <laughs> but uh, that's exactly what happened. What it ha- Did well, you refrigerate had- these things? or? Yeah, again, no. Like we, <laughs> we really just got them out of that room temperature, turned off fridge. Wow, from farm uh, to table. Paddock <laughs> <laughs> to plate, 100%. No, no middleman, no shipping costs. <laughs> Straight into people's mouths. More from paddock to poison. Yeah, paddock from paddock to poison. Yeah, from orchard to death. But no, no one died. No one died. Um, but there was just like, <laughs> I mean, the actual taste was pretty, pretty horrible. But it wasn't like undrinkable. It was just. It felt like you were drinking methylated spirits um, with, a hint, with a hint of apple. A little hint of apple. <laughs> and we gave shots to people throughout the day. A little sip straight out of the many, many jars. And we gave what we thought was the nice ones to the people at the cafe who helped us out. And uh, I'm what were the nice ones? I think the rationale in the end was like they were just in better looking jars. (laughs) 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 Not that the actual quality (laughs) of the fluid was any better. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, uh, people did. A couple of people vomited, um, and we're thinking that was probably more to the fact that like just leaving any kind of still fluid in a fridge uh, that's turned off for months at a time without properly sterilizing something would probably. Not be it. It's like drinking, you know, still pond water. <laughs> it wasn't great. Yeah. So I mean, what happened, when, when you say, t- can you tell us when you first realized something was going wrong? I mean, the good thing is like not everyone at the party was stupid enough to drink it. So it didn't like ruin the entire party. Mm-hmm. That's not really the answer to that question, is it? 
He's like a politician. He's a really good politician <laughs> who's <laughs> able to divert questions yeah. and answer something <laughs> else. I said, what, where, <laughs> I said where, where did you start to realise something went wrong? Well, the good thing is it's not everyone had it. And the, the answer to that question should have been, well, pretty much majority of the people started getting sick, so that's when we realised. <laughs> I mean... We realised the second that anyone, like the, the sheer instant it touched mm. anyone's lips, oh. we knew that they weren't in that good way. Right, like, okay. It was fucking horrible. And they were immediately like, oh, oh, gee, oh, Jesus, wept. But a couple of people there had already had a few other drinks or, you know, having right. a good time anyway. So they were happy to uh, ambitiously <laughs> drink a larger amount of us. See, at that point, I would have gone, hmm, I'll just put this back in the dead fridge instead yeah, of continuing <laughs> to administer it to the rest of the party. While yeah, everyone nah. kept reacting the same way, which is this is the most putrid thing <laughs> my lips have ever touched. <laughs> it's not like we hid it from them. We didn't go, oh, yeah, we did all the right things. Like we openly said, this is some room temperature shit from that tree over there. You don't <laughs> like that we've just left alone for a month. And they were like, yeah, give us a crack. You know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a very yeah. good politician move, know. Todd. Victim blaming. It's very, you, you, you should run for premier of Victoria, I reckon. So like we didn't tell them. Yep. We warned them. So, uh, yeah, look, a few people spewed up. Uh, at at the were, party. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like wow. it, <laughs> it was a big day and I wouldn't – like if there was 100 people there, I'd say only like maybe a quarter of those people would have tried it and then maybe – 10 of those people felt quite sick for a while afterwards, but they did manage right. to party it out. So it seemed to just be more of like a <laughs> get it out of your system and you'll be fine thing. It didn't leave any lasting neurological damage or anything like that. I can't uh, is that 10% of your party vomited, <laughs> of mean, which only a third <laughs> of the people who tried it. That's such a bad gamble. That's not, that's not yeah. good. Like if you told me that, hey, we're going to go to this party, there's a 10% chance that you might be sick. No. I'm it, not going. As they're trying the shot, if you said there's a one in three chance you're going to projectile vomit. Well, hey, if you, if you want me to keep my politician hat on, I didn't have that data at the time, fellas. <laughs> <I didn't know. laughs> that data wasn't available to me at the time. I <laughs> urge all party goers to follow the health <laughs> advice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tests were ongoing, and, uh, <laughs> so that was pretty bad. But I mean, you know, it was a it was a big crazy share house, and there was a couple of wild things we did in the kitchen over the years. I remember there was a uh, esky of hot dogs that started in the kitchen or sausages um, for for the first ever housewarming party, and we never got around to cooking them. And they were just sitting in ice, so then they were just in water, and we we're like, oh, I can't be fucked with that right now. Getting rid of these sausages, so we will just put the esky in the backyard, and that esky stayed there for five years. <laughs> So. <laughs> you had a full esky of raw sausos sitting out in oh, the backyard. Yeah. Were they still in like their plastic wrapping or were they loose? They were there so long that I think like most of everything in there just like disintegrated into a big, yeah. <laughs> just into a big yeah. slide. Well, because once we mush. realized that it was like, oh yeah, that esky up the back full of sausages is, uh, it's been there for a while. Hey, and then all of us were too scared to open it because we didn't want to, See what had happened. Yeah, by the time it got through a year, we were yeah. like, you know what? <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah, we'll just leave it. It's and beyond the, the point of no return. We kind of rediscovered it and, uh, yeah, went to the tip. And the second that we threw it into the tip, the whole tip was taken over with this. Fucking <laughs> 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 like Other people in the, the car park tip. started going down. In fact, <laughs> one in three people who were in that car park went, started vomiting. <laughs> 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 yeah, the data wasn't available to me at the time, but I could, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you know, it's 
it's still part of it, isn't it? You're learning and you're growing and you try not to poison your friends, but sometimes you just yeah. Was there up. a fallout yeah. afterwards? Um, no, nah, everyone's cool. Like, I mean, we had all the feedback bef- well before the end of the party. It was instant. <laughs> it was yeah. instant, instant feedback. feedback. <laughs> I'm vomiting. I think that's the feedback. <laughs> well, thanks, Todd, so much for calling us and filling us in on your story. Oh, my pleasure, guys. Hey, you've, you've laughed away my hangover here. I really appreciate it. Hey, anytime. Hey, if, if this helps your hangover, we're going to send you off with a volley grocery voucher. You can go get yourself some groceries. Get you don't even yeast. have to get up off the couch. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I did get some more yeast for my home brewing, so maybe <laughs> yeah. I, guys, that's awesome. I'm very humbled by that. Thank you so much. That's really nice of you. No sweat, dude. Enjoy that. Legends, thanks so much for the chat, guys. Have a good one. <laughs> that is all for this week's episode. That is it for the series. Kitchen Fails has come to an end. We are so sorry, but you can still send in your stories. You, you can still, still can. Submit. Send us in your Still stories. happy to read them. They may come up in another episode, Absolutely. no doubt, because we've had so many great ones. Absolutely. Hit us up on Instagram, at Housewarming Podcast, Facebook, at Housewarming Podcast, TikTok, Twitter, wherever you'd like. You can reach us, and you can still actually win a discount code for Volley. That's right. You can get your groceries much cheaper. All of our callers will receive vouchers. Mm-hmm. Uh, big thanks to Volley. None of this series would have happened without them. And in the time it's taken you to listen to this episode, once again, you could have gotten your groceries delivered. Get on Volley ASAP. Yeah. Makes your life easier. But, hey, that's it from us for now. Yep. Until next time, keep, keep on, on cooking. cooking. <laughs> keep on cooking. <laughs> uh, actually, at this one in time, take me off the burner. <laughs> Big thanks to our editor, Sean Allen, and our producers, Ella and Elsa, for putting this show together. And a huge shout-out to our boy, Paolo, for helping us out with the theme music. Do you remember when I tried to make a cheesecake with mozzarella? Yeah, it didn't go that well. Do you remember when I tried to cook that chicken dish, but in a glass oven tray, and it smashed? I still wanted to eat it after that. I mean, I would have died, but I wouldn't have wasted anything. Yeah, it was a real rock bottom moment for you. These are all examples of our kitchen fails, and we now want to hear yours. That's right. Volley is helping us find some of the best kitchen fails. It's less my kitchen rules and more my kitchen sucks. All we need is for you to enter your best or worst stories. We're going to celebrate you for being terrible. Just head over to our Instagram to enter. And for all your kitchen fails, you can get Volley, the app for instant groceries.